Hello and welcome to the Shiny Bees podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy and yarn in equally large measures. I'm your host Joan Milmine and this is episode 101, No Dalmatians Required. Hello, hello, and welcome into episode 101. No Dalmatians required. I am Joe. I am your host of the podcast, and I'm back again with you. Delighted to be back again with you after a little break. In order to move house, well, if you strain your ears a little bit, you'll hear this sounds exactly like the old room I used to record in. That's because it is exactly like the old room I used to record in, because it is the old room I used to record in. That's a good thing. It's fine. Um, the move has not gone quite as quickly as we planned for it to occur. However, promise is a promise and all that. So I'm back with you again. I was just missing it too much. I was missing it too much. And the people were starting to ask me when I was coming back. So they've obviously caught up with all the other 100 episodes to listen to now. So here I am again. And fantastic it is to be back. If you are new to the podcast, episode 101, Welcome. You've got a lot of catching up to do, uh, but take your time, you know, take it easy. There's no pressure with this this show to uh, to listen to everything and certainly not to keep up in any way, shape or form, as you'll know if you follow my progress with knit-alongs. And if you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back to listen to me once again. I have missed you greatly since the last time we chatted um, and really, really pleased to be back again with you. So I know a few of you are probably wondering what has been going on recently in, in in the whole saga. I left you with a miniature Paul Rudd, if you remember, who came to view my, my house with his fit dad and it all got a little bit distracting uh, last time we chatted and I have a little bit of an update on that for you but before I do, so you can decide whether you're going to commit to episode 101 with me today I thought I would give you a heads up of what we have planned. Now, I did look for some comedy Dalmatian-themed knitting patterns and there weren't enough. There weren't enough to make a pattern pick, I'm afraid. So there won't be any Dalmatian-themed patterns in in this show. So if if that's what you're expecting, you might want to skip. Skip to the next one. Um, Or indeed hang around, because something else random's bound to come up. You know what I'm like. So I have some bit of chat about what we've been up to. And some news on events that are upcoming and that I will be attending. Provided I don't win tickets to the CBB's Nutcracker Panto in the ballot. But that's another story. And I can feel it coming. I know it's going to happen. We've also got an update in knitting terms on in the Whipping Piccadilly section. And, and what I've actually managed to crank out on the knitting front. Got Enablers Corner because we love Enablers Corner. And that will be it for our catch-up kind of reboot sort of episode that we're going into today. So if that sounds like you, if it sounds like that's going to be fun, grab yourself a large gin and tonic because it's always gin o'clock somewhere. Put your feet up and we shall crack on with the show. So since last time... Since last time, since Mini Paul Rudd, everybody sort of loved Mini Paul Rudd. What happened? What happened to Mini Paul Rudd and his fit dad? 
Well, Mini Paul Rodney's Fit Dad did not buy the hose and disappointingly did not give me any feedback on the hose, which it, it was, you know, I was a little bit sad. You know, I was hoping, I was there was some good band to go in, I was hoping for more, but they didn't buy it. I think they bought one in the next street, to be honest. But the hose was always going to be a little bit big for them, I think, because he, he was quite young. And I was like, you look like a tradesman, but this is, you know, this is a bit more of a grown-up project than maybe you, you kind of can see right now. Because it's a big old house, so unfortunately Paul Rudd and his fit dad were not the buyers of the house, but clearly someone else has bought the house. Hashtag spoiler. And um, I also had a visit from uh, another lady who I absolutely loved, and I was outside planting flowers in my garden as you do, pretending that I know what I'm doing, because I, obviously I've gone to Aldi and the local nursery, and I've, I've bought an absolute ton of bedding plants to make it look like I'm all horticultural and stuff. And I could grow that stuff if I could be bothered, but I'm an impatient person and I'm quite happy to go and get my cut price flowers from, from supermarkets on, on a Friday morning when I know I'll get a good deal on some Cape Flora and some nice proteas because Wiganers don't buy proteas. Um, but I'm, I'm not really down with the whole gardening piece, really. I like sitting in the garden, like drinking in the garden. I can admire other people's flowers in the garden. I'm not down with the hard work. I'm just not down with the hard work. Although I started to find it a little bit sort of therapeutic you know just standing there watering the flowers after a while um, and I had a couple of comedy incidents where I ordered some lavender plants I was like I'll get some Scottish lavender plants and I ordered these lavender plants thinking they'd be quite big and they weren't they were absolutely tiny they're going to be big enough to be lavender plants in about four years when um, I'll be nowhere near here frankly <laughs> um, but, there, but there you go and as I'm watering my flowers one day my ridiculously over the top frou-frou hanging basket that I got from for a fiver from from the uh, from the nursery I was loving that loving my work on that one uh, this Chinese lady walked past and she was like super glamorous and was just like really nicely dressed and had these big um, glasses on so she looked like Jackie O so then she became known as Jackie O because you have to give everyone a nickname I give everybody a nickname even if they don't want a nickname even if I know their name they get a nickname it's like a pet thing that's just what I do. And this lady, Ivy, became known as Chinese Jackie O. Now, she was very keen on the house and was going to come back with an offer. Um, but in the meantime, another couple booked a viewing. So we did all, you know, like, you've got to tidy the house. And it's a, it, this is a big house. Even when you're keeping it tidy, it's like a four-hour job just to get it to inspection standard, if you will, for the people to come. And it's always like running around on the last minute. Now, Chinese Jackie orders the courtesy of being 15 minutes late. However, the people who came after her came 15 minutes early. Now, I know I've, I've read everything. I've read everything on selling houses. I know, you know, fresh bread, coffee, bacon, get rid of your dogs, blah de blah de blah Be ready 15 minutes early. And that's all well and good, but I work up to the wire. So 15 minutes before they were meant to be there, the doorbell goes and I had to go and answer the door. And I looked a bit like Vicky Pollard. If you don't know Vicky Pollard... I'll, I'll, I'll put a link, I'll put a little YouTube video in so you can get the, the kind of effect. And uh, basically, I'd, obviously, you have like your clothes that you wear to create this middle class, wonderful atmosphere of, of you know, aspiration. Um, 
uh, and, and identifying with like you know the person that's selling the house and buying the house and you know the lifestyle that you're selling all that good stuff you know I work in marketing I know all about this thing I rewrote all of the description for my house so it would appeal to my ideal buyer all the good stuff right hashtag lifestyle and so they turn up and I have got old jeans on because I'm bleaching everything in sight and I've got a vest on because it was quite hot it was August um white vest on that I'd thrown on because I was just I was so hot over a green bra which you can see through the top because they're never going to see it because I'm going to go and get changed into my lovely Bowden clothes well not Bowden but you know what I mean nearly Bowden Bowden-ish clothes at a much more affordable price point um and I'm going to get changed into them and I'm going to look all like yeah you know ideal home no no they ring the doorbell and because I don't want them to go away because I don't think we're not there I answer the door looking like Vicky Pollard with my hair scraped up on top of my head. So yeah, that was emotional. I'm like, no, can you come back in 15 minutes? <laughs> I'm clearly, I just need to get changed. So I did slip into something a little bit more white stuff and um, and they came and looked round and um, they, that, that was it. They loved it. They, they offered the full asking price in like an hour because they were frightened Jackie O was going to buy it. And and it was all good. So we've just entered into that whole, and if you've sold a house ever, you'll know about this. It's like, we want to exchange in four weeks. They want to move in on the 23rd of September. There is no chain. They're invented. We're good to go. Mortgage is in place. How hard can it be? If you're rubbish at conveyancing, it can be really bloody painful. And they, it's just, the, the, unfortunately, they've picked probably the lowest ability conveyance in the entire time. And uh, it's taken forever. Anyway, yeah, so I, I'm at the point of going around and literally stabbing her with my DPNs because it's only two streets away and I, I could probably do that. Um, but in the interest of, you know, like confessing prior to the crime and putting it on the internet for everybody to hear, I'm probably not going to, to commit that particular crime in that way anymore. But you, you get where I'm coming from. You know, it's really frustrating when you're trying to like sort your life out. So hopefully, I'm hoping they're going to pull a finger out and do it today because it was meant to be done a week and a bit ago. But hey, there you go. So I have new buyers. I'm not going to tell you anything about them apart from they're a lovely family. And I don't know if she knits. But that, that's all I'm going to tell you, because obviously they are going to move in here. So just in case they do listen, I'm not going to jeopardise anything by saying anything about them. But they are very nice. So I'm very happy, because my, my lovely money pit house is going to a nice family. And they, they've already got plans for the new kitchen with a big range and everything. It's going to be a maze. So very exciting, very exciting times at Casa Shiny. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. I have a few funny stories to share with you in the next few episodes, including get crashing a funeral, uh, I'm getting chatted up by an octogenarian, um, but I'm, I'm going to save those for you. I've been writing them all down. I've got a special notebook that a lovely person gave to me and I've been keeping notes on everything funny so I can share more funny stuff with you. So yeah, that that's where we're up to really. Fingers crossed this time next week we'll be loading a, a white transit van or similar whatever enterprise feel free to give us and uh, we'll have our copy of the sun down the front of the dashboard and a kebab box i mean i'm not going to eat the kebab but we could get one from somewhere and uh, we'll be rocking the whole white man van look um because we're actually self-moving this time uh, for various reasons so yeah exciting can't wait to drive my van so what else have i got coming up for you now i have some news on some events so Who's going to the Emporium? Put your hand up. 
I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going provided. <laughs> Although I might be going, still going instead of, right. So I, I applied for CBB's Nutcracker pantomime tickets in Sheffield on on that weekend. And um, it's the 5th and 6th of November's Yamporium. Not to be confused with the CBB's pantomime, which it will be in no way like Yamporium. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to throw that out there. And uh, so I decided to enter the ballot. Now, there aren't that many tickets and apparently last year 200,000 people applied. So I entered the ballot from my, um, using a, a VPN from my Sun Lounger in Tenerife last week and um, and entered the ballot and forgot all about it. Ordered train tickets the other day to go to Yarnporium and then remembered when CBBS told me on Facebook that the ballot was now closed and promptly heard the universe telling me that actually I was going to win the, one of those ballot tickets. Um, and probably for the exact time I'm meant to be in your emporium and then there'll be some kind of guilty wrangling and it's got kind of, you know, wringing of hands whilst I decide exactly which unfortunate soul I'm going to lumber with the CBB's panto. I'm going to your emporium anyway. I'm, 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 I'm not sorry. So I'm sure my mum will love the CBB's panto. So yeah, not we haven't definitely got tickets yet, but you know where these things go. So if you're going, I'm going to be there on the Sunday, which is the 6th of November. Please do say hi to me if you see me. Don't look and giggle and run past. Don't not say hi because I look busy, because I always look busy, because I don't just stand still. I'm always chatting to somebody, so just just interrupt me or hang around behind me or something or, or whatever. Please say hello to me. I love, love, love saying hello to people. I'll be very disappointed if you tell me afterwards that you saw me, but you were too shy. I'm lovely. Come say hello really because all I want to do is see what you've bought that's all I want to do it's fine so it's been run by our lovely friends at yarn in the city Alison and Rachel and there are loads and loads of really cool vendors that are going to be in attendance in central London it's gonna be fun so they have over 40 vendors in the marketplace they're going to have some classes as well with various lovely people like Carrie Westerman and Renee Callahan. If you want a bit of brioche, then she's your girl. She's going to be teaching a brioche steps basic class. Um, although by the time you listen to this, half of these are probably going to be sold out. So get over there really quickly. If you're if you're in for the old um, for the old workshops, then then don't muck about. You know, there's not there's not time for that. Don't don't you know? No time for tears. Um, but. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun, I think. It is gonna be fun. So um I will put links to their website in the show notes for the, the page where you can go and get advanced tickets. They're available now. And if you wanna go, I also have been given two tickets to give away. So something different this time. I'm looking to ring in the changes in lots of ways in the podcast coming up in the next few weeks but this time if you want to enter go to the page on my website shinybees.com go to the show notes page for this episode episode 101 and leave me a comment on the show notes please of whatever you want i went to yarn i went to your emporium and i bought whatever you will buy and I will draw a winner for that um, next week. So you've got time to get your train tickets and everything ready for the Yarnporium. How does that sound? Good? Good. Super. All the times, dates, locations, etc. I will put in the show notes as well for you. Next up on the events front, if you're going to be missing Yarnporium, 
I have some details from my lovely pal Jane, who is going to be exhibiting at Festival. So Festival is a festival in Hertfordshire, in Hitchin, in the UK. And it's been going for a couple of years now. And it's fairly small. It's got about 50 people that are going to be uh, exhibiting. And this year, the event will be on the 12th of November from 10 till 5 at the new atrium, North Hertfordshire College, Hitchin Campus. Tickets are 7 50 on the door, £5 in advance or £4 for OAPs and children under 10. So if you fancy getting involved in that, that would be wonderful as well if you were around that area, around Hertfordshire or with an easy travelling distance. Definitely worth going and having a look at these smaller shows. I find that the smaller ones you get a lot more variety than you get at the big ones. The big ones tend to be the usual suspects and the little guys don't always get in because the big shows have a lot more competition. So if you're looking for something a little bit different, I certainly find that the smaller shows is where you will find that. And if you're already going to Hitchin or you plan on going now, do go and say hello to Jane. She is Gardening Witch Designs and she's going to have project bags, stitch markers, shawl pins and other um, bits and bobs as well as some yarn bowls from Chris Greening Pottery. Everybody likes a good yarn bowl, don't they? So that's uh, festive festival in Hitchin. I'm using up all my H's today, Hitchin, and that will be on the 12th of November. So on to Enablers Corner. return of some lovely enabling i do love a bit of enabling and this week i've got some good some good enabling this week i am enabling you to northern yarn you'll find northern yarn at northernyarn.co.uk or she does market stalls in lancaster garstang and sometimes in preston all around the north of england in lancashire which is of course where i am um, it's run by Kate. She's absolutely lovely. I've met her a couple of times now and she has a big focus in her shop on local wool, uh, stuff that's got low air miles and absolutely no plastic. So always good, always good. The main thing that caught my eye from Northern Yarn, other than being a fellow northerner, obviously, always a really important thing. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not kind of, you know, anti-Southern or anti-Yorkshire or anything else. I just, I do like a northerner. I do like a northerner. Especially if you look like Paul Rudd. And um, Kate doesn't, because she's a girl. But she has some really lovely local wools that you're not going to see, you're not going to find really anywhere else. And you know how much I do like something that's a little bit different. So as well as the lovely Teeswater Wool's hand dyed that she's got, which I saw um, at Countess of Blaise. She had a skein of it, lovely skein of grey, and I had a good pet of that and decided it was very much my kind of thing. Um, this Teeswater comes from Higher Gills Farm in the Ribble Valley. At basically the bottom of Pendle Hill is Higher Gills Farm, which is run by Frida and Daryl. And that is it's hand dyed for Kate and uh, she, she sells it in her shop. It's really nice, something very, very different. Um, if you like your breed wools, but you don't like the boring, sorry, not boring, the neutrals <laughs> that it normally comes in and you want something a little bit jazzier, then 
um, that, that could hit the spot quite nicely. Instead of all the plain colours, you could have something nice and jazzy instead. She has lots of different colourways in that. Really nice. Something, like I said, completely different and um, worth checking out. Also, she has Lancashire Farm Wool, which is produced by Kate Schofield. And it's all from a conservation flock in Silverdale, which is in Lancashire. It's over towards Morecambe and the coast for those that are familiar with the area. This is a mix of North Country, Cheviot, BFL and both Cross and Purebred Jacob. So it looks super bouncy. And I think it's really reasonable at £9 per 100 grams. It does only come in the natural shades. Um, I can do I can do the cream. I can do cream. Or, or the grey. If you can get a grey, I'm happy with the natural shade. But otherwise, I'm not, I'm not done with the browns. Um, but there's lots of different shades in that and if that's your bag if you like your natural shades and or tons of you do then definitely worth having a look at as something a little bit you know every now and again we like something a bit different and you know it's nice and chunky you get a hat out of that nine quid bob's your uncle so and most excitingly and the reason apart from the other two reasons that i wanted to enable you to northern yarn today is she spun her own yarn i saw it on facebook She's had her own yarn spun. I love this. I'm so excited. I just think it's really ballsy to open a yarn shop and then get your own yarn spun. It's so cool. And it's something that I've, you know, been interested in since hearing Alice Ellsworth talk about it way, way back from Whistleburg Yarns. Um, I'll put a link to that episode in the show notes. She's had her own yarn spun from Wensleydale and Mohair that she's farmed herself and she said it was a really really big learning curve in getting your own yarn spun and all the different terminology and dealing with the different peoples and all that kind of stuff that sort of pricked my interest I thought I want to know more about that and obviously Kate spun, had her own yarn spun as well so she will be coming on to chat about it in the next sort of few weeks once I'm re-established a little bit further north then I will be getting together with her probably in person because it's a good excuse isn't it and, and having a good chat about that and asking her some questions about that. So yeah, she's had her own yarn spun from Paul Dar- Dorset, Lambswool, Paul Dorset and um, BFL Blend, which is available in a four-pliner DK and came from one farm. The farmers are called Lynn and Michael. I love this. Lynn and Michael farm this, this yarn for her and she's had it spun and hopefully it will be available 29th to 30th October at Kendall Wool Gathering. She's going to be on stall 17. It's in Kendall. I'll link to it all in the show notes. But yeah, I love that. You know me, I'm not I'm not dogmatic about where my yarn comes from in terms of it must only be British or it must only be this or it must only be that. Or I'm only going to use Red Breeze. I'm only going to do that because I don't I don't like to restrict myself. Um I like funfair. I've shared a funfair pattern this week. I, I believe there's this space for every yarn in the world. Um, but I do love, I do, and what I'm big on is provenance and stories. I want to know which sheep it came off. I want to know who's dyed it. I want to know where it's been spun. I want to see them looking happy. Um, you know, I like that kind of stuff. I like to hear the whole story behind how it was produced. And, you know, there won't be much of a story behind funfair. But I like it just because it feels a little bit subversive, especially when everyone's now so into the, the proper wool, which is great, um, and that all acrylics are evil and all that kind of stuff. I just feel like liking tinsel yarn, and I really like tinsel yarn, and I'm not sorry. I, it just feels a little bit subversive. 
and and it, it's really cool. I'm going to get some. I'm going to get some from Black Sheep, and I'm not sorry. But if you don't like tinsel yarn and you do want some beautiful handcrafted, hand spun, one of a kind yarns that you're only going to get from Northern Yarn called Northern Yarn, I love it. Um, she's going to be launching it at Kendall Wool Gathering. So, I mean, what is not to enable you to that? Can you hear how excited I am? I love it. I love it when people do things a little bit differently. Um, what's not to be excited about there? If you're a big fan of your proper wools, your British wools, um, or your single farm wools, then, or you're just a northerner because we like to stick with our own, don't we? Then get yourself over to Northern Yarn. You'll find her on Facebook and you'll find her at northernyarn.co.uk. As I say, her name is Kate. And tell her I sent you. Tell her how excited I am about it because I really am. I think it's super, super cool. So, on to Whipping Piccadilly. Whipping Piccadilly. Love it, love it. So, I've been, I've been doing some knitting somewhat unsurprisingly or somewhat surprisingly some might say because I've been I've been very very busy been a busy girl it's been a bit crazy um but I have been doing a little bit of knitting and as it's been a few weeks I thought but you know let's let's kind of clear the decks with a, an update of where we're up to and what we're knitting on and asking you for some recommendations so because otherwise I'll fall in a ravelry hole and I'll cast somewhere else on and it won't happen so first up I have works in progress um, the rewind knit along, rewind, when the crowd say bow, 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 <sighs> I love Craig David, so the Lush, Lush cardigan is, is always still, still ongoing, but, but, it's nearly finished, I've only got the button band to do now on one side, and then we are good to go, my friends, this pattern is by Tin Can Knits, I've knitted it about a million times now, it won't be the last time that I knit it, because I still love it, it's brilliant, and the yarn is by Berry Colourful Yarnings. It was a special Shiny Bees colourway that she designed for me. And it's red and sparkly and I love it. And I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry at all. It's a 70%, no, 75% merino, 20% silk, 5% Stellina yarn. But it's not the big bits of Stellina, it's the little crinkly bits of Stellina. It's beautiful, it's beautiful. If you look on Instagram, you'll see some pictures in badly lit pictures that aren't flat lays um, of my work in progress. And I'm loving it. I've tried it on. I did the small size because the last time I knit it for me, I, I fiddled around with everything, all the numbers and stuff, and it ended up not fitting very nicely. So I've, I've just done what the pattern said, which is what everyone told me to do in the first place. And it's looking good. It's a nice little fit there. So just the last button band to put on, which always takes forever, doesn't it? And then we're good to go. Get some buttons and off off we go. I do still have some prizes to give away for the Rewind Knit Along. And people are still knitting along on this. And I'm not, I'm not closing it. It's going to continue forever until the dawn of time, until I've run out of yarn to knit lush cardigans with. Because um, it's a great pattern. It's super versatile. And... Everyone just seems to love the pattern and wants to knit it at least once a year. So let's just keep it open then, you know. All good, all good. So I'll hopefully get around to doing those prizes this week so I can post them all out before I have to pack my entire house up. Um, and not before time, really. It's one of those things. The prizes recently have sort of got away from me in terms of, of getting things done because they've just been quite far down the list, to be honest. 
What other things am I working on? I'm also knitting Frisson by Brittany Wilson. I've talked about this before on the podcast. It is being knit in Toil and Trouble Patagonius colourway, uh, which was dyed for the golden skin last winter. It's an 80% merino, 20% nylon blend. Super lovely yarn, enjoying the base, loving the colours. Bored, bored of the pattern. Don't like the pattern. I'm missing it for LJ though, so I'm going to carry on. But the the finished object is nice. Like you look at it and you go, yeah, that's going to look like nice on. It's, and the, the yarn's coming out really pretty and it's fairly mindless. But I'm just like, you know, you just don't vibe with some patterns. You're just like, yeah, I'll knit it, but I don't really want to. And it's not all, it's not like it's all garter stitch or all stocking stitch. It's just, I'm just feeling a bit of friction there. I don't know why that's the case, but it is. But I'm going to crack on. I took it off on my holes me and got a couple of, of the little points in. Um, and the, the, the rows are getting longer now as well, which kind of makes... You, you go through the yarn quicker, don't you, that way? So um, I'm looking forward to getting that off the needles, to be honest, so I can cast something else on. Um, even if it is just acres of stocking stitch, I've, I've got there's a place in my heart for stocking stitch, um, but but not so much for this this pattern. Like I say, it's not... There's nothing wrong with it. It's just... it's I'm just not feeling it. So hopefully that'll be done soon. And I have finished something. And I can't remember if I told you I'd finished it or not. So I'll better tell you that I've finished it. And that is the Talisman Shawl by Helen Stewart. Curious handmade Helen. Which was the first one from the Shawl Society. Which I am in. It's great. I love it. I'm loving the patterns. I'm liking seeing everyone's interpretations of the different patterns that she's creating. It's, it's fun. I like it. I like it a lot. I knitted this in the Wool Kitchen Urban Hints in the colourway Blood Orange, which I bought from Edinburgh Yarn Festival. So a very quick turnaround on that yarn to get that on the needles and knit, which is a 50% superwash merino and 50% silk um, blend. Now there is a little bit of an error in it and I really couldn't be bothered taking it out again because I had no brain space for ripping out. And it's only like one row of like a little flower pattern on the bottom. It's not like it's it was it was a boonitz or anything, but I still managed to cock it up somehow. Um but I just didn't want to I didn't want to rip it back. It I just it, well, I wasn't in the space for it. However, luckily for my OCD, my mother-in-law really likes it. So I'm gonna give it to her because she's dead nice. I do really like her. I'm very lucky with my mother-in-law. Um it could be it could be a lot lot worse, and because she appreciates managing and she knits laws for my kids, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna give it to her because I think it'll look nice. She'll like it. But it was a good pattern, just an ineffective operator basically. Nice mindless stuff, just sitting in front of the telly and watching Netflix basically. And future knitting, this is where you could help me out. Um, I want to knit some hats for the fam. Winter is coming and I need to knit hats and I've I've managed to acquire some lovely DK and Aranweight BFL Masham yarn, the English gentleman from Countess of Blaise on one of my many visits. Like so we can all have like matching hats. But different colours, but the same stuff. Because it's lovely, I love the feel of it. So I'm looking for some hat patterns to knit for me and for Millie and for the beast and a animal but I don't want to fall into a ravelry black hole really and I'm just not feeling that inspired with stuff that's jumping out I, I mean there are loads of patterns but I quite like some recommendations of stuff you've knit and it's been quite fun because 
as I found out from Freeson, not everything that you think is going to be fun is that fun. So I'd like I'd like to know some that are like quite nice, mindless stuff. Then I can um, I can produce a set of matching hats. Very exciting. Very exciting. Also, I have planned for my future knitting because I've managed to pick some patterns at least. Uh, the kindling hat and mitts from Knitvent 2015, which is another one by Helen Stewart. My lovely pal curious handmade um and this i'm going to knit in the little gray sheep wool they have their own um, blend of wool called um stein they've like they've crossbred they've bred their own sheep basically to have really nice wool properties and it's got merino and gotland and a few others in there shetland and they've crossbred them and they've produced this stein wool and it's super bouncy and lovely so i managed to fall into a stein black hole at yarndale and buy just one skein of it in the dk and i think i can get the hat and the mitts out of this one skein so i'm looking forward to that because i love knit vent i love it i love the little twinkly lights on her photographs i love the the you know the haze on the kid silk it just feels like dead magical and and she had a little tea party last year and and i bet she has a massive christmas tree and you know she's into all that kind of that stuff and that look and i was just like oh it's not really Christmas until until Mariah's been on Radio 1 and Helen's brought out knit vent. Then I'm like, no, it's Christmas. <laughs> so I'm super excited to see what she's got on, on for this year because she always does really pretty, just really pretty stuff. And and basically she likes fairy lights and I like fairy lights, so it's all good. Um, so, you know, sod the Coca-Cola truck. It's nothing to do with the Coca-Cola truck. Mariah on Radio 1, Helen, knit vent. It's Christmas. So Mariah's already been on Radio 1, by the way, a couple of weeks ago. So uh, Helen, you're on, love. So yeah, that's what I'm working on and what I will be working on. But please do, if you have any good ideas for hat patterns, I'll put a little hat enabling thread in the group on Ravelry, or you can just tag me on whatever social media. I am at shinybees and share with me your best hat patterns for the fam. I do, I do have the entire Tink Hand Knits collection, if you're thinking of suggesting any of those. Um, but some other ones as well would be good. You know, I like to try different people every now and again. So there we go. So what will we have next time? Because that is pretty much all I have time for today. But next time I'm going to be, <laughs> she says, I've got no idea what I'm going to knit my kids. and I need some hat ideas. But next time I'm reviewing painted woolly toppers for kids. Which is a book of hat patterns. <laughs> I know, I know. I just want more. Um, next time, we're also gonna. I'm gonna have a look back at knitting goals. I talked about knitting goals at the beginning of the year and about what I would like to achieve over the year and how you, you go about planning it and how you keep up and all that kind of stuff. And I just want to revisit that episode really and how far I've got with the goals and hear about how far you've got with what you plan today with your knitting this year because we have a couple of months left. And now the winter is, is, is closing in, it's coming up quickly and pushing autumn out of the way. We've, it's a good opportunity to get a good sprint in at the end. So I just want to revisit that and see how we're all getting on with it and see if we can spare each other on to the end of the year and see what we can get done. Always, always we have an Enablers Corner and there will be another one next week along with a few Halloween patterns because I also really like Halloween. So that's what we've got coming in the next episode. If you want to hang around till then, put my notes down. So 
That is all we have time for this week on the knitting front, on the worky, personal, fun, businessy sort of stuff front. I have a group over on Facebook called Chinese Hive. It's a free group and I'm in there with a load of fellow business people and we're all in there supporting each other, having fun, and um, helping each other out with stuff. And if you are a business owner in the Yarna community, or you would like to be, or elsewhere, in fact, and you want to come join us, you'd be more than welcome. I'm going to put a link in the show notes for you, if that is your kind of thing. Yeah, it's been really good. It's been a very positive place for me recently. I'm enjoying it. Enjoying it a lot. Hashtag shine theory. So that is all I've got time for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the show. I have certainly enjoyed being back with you. I've missed you. I've missed you. And um, I'm looking forward to chatting to you again very soon. So have a lovely week. Happy crafting and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. to the shiny bees podcast a podcast for those who like their knitting comedy and yarn in equally large measures if you'd like to get in contact with me you can do so via the blog or i'm shiny bees on ravelry instagram twitter pinterest and facebook you can email me at shinybeesinfo at gmail.com music for this episode is provided by music alley and it is adam and the water boys and i need a drink i need a drink